Hello, and welcome back to Grape and Find Unfiltered. I'm your host, John Griffin. Today, we're back in the field with Jeff Miller. Recently, Jeff attended Provine in Germany, where he met up with Jean-Philippe Sabi of Vignoble Sabi, a ninth-generation Bordelais family from the right bank. We pick up the conversation as Jean-Philippe describes Chateau Rendon as a declassified Centimillion Grand Cru. Here we go. So, Rendon... Chateau Rendon is just a little, little uh, plot called Rendon because the name of the place. And we had a very uh, surprised thing to do is uh, uh, when you get it, it was uh, with a very high density in the plot and uh, as a Grand Cru. So we decided to keep it like this and to produce uh, Saint-Emilion Grand Cru in the Bordeaux Supérieur. That's why uh, the wine is dense and the wine is... Uh, where each time, each year, we produce uh, a wine as a Saint-Emilion Grand Cru in Bordeaux Supérieur. Wait, so it's Saint-Emilion Grand Cru declassified as Bordeaux Supérieur? I think you can do that because it's a very high density of, of vines and you have, a, you have more than 7,000 feet in uh, per hectare which means it's, a, it's the, same, is the same density as Saint-Emilion Grand Cru. And all the process we have in uh, the, sa- the same process as, as the Saint-Emilion Grand Cru. The only difference is for the Chateau Rendon, we use uh, barrels, of old barrels. We age in 12 months in barrels, four years old barrels. That's the difference. And, and we keep it like that. We keep the fruit. The fruit is just intact without any, any flavor of uh, vanilla or, or toasted bread. Oh, that's great. What about the terroir there? How does, that, how does the terroir at Rondon differ than, say, a Saint-Emilion Grand Cru? This is a very famous uh, plateau of Fronsac. In fact, just at the border of, uh, of, Fronsac, of the Fronsac terroir, it's a deep limestone and clay terroir which is absolutely wonderful uh, if you have a very dry, very hot and very sunny summer. Each time you have enough water deep inside the limestone to afford to the roots and to the vines enough water. That's really important, I think, for the next year and the, the future decade to, to have uh, this kind of terroir against the global warming also. And I'm very confident in the future, thanks to this terroir, we could reach to have enough acidity in, in our vines and uh, a wonderful balance in our wine also. Great. So let's go uh, Chateau Bertin. So this is new to us. Let's talk about that. Chateau Bertin was distributed by Moex family, which is a very famous uh, name in Bordeaux, uh, owner in, of Chateau Petrus, and he produced uh, the Chateau Bertin since 30 years. And we first started Chateau Bertin in uh, 2005. And when we get this wine in our estate, uh, it was an amaz- amazing surprise because it's a very deep, uh, sandy soil, very, very old sand. And we match very well with the Cabernet Franc and the Merlot. It's a Merlot-based wine also, but 80% of Merlot, but 20% of Cabernet Franc, which is which brings us the signature of the wine. And thanks to this Cabernet Franc, we have a wonderful balance, a wonderful acidity, uh, a wonderful uh, ripe 
tannin inside and at each time it's a wonderful balanced wine easy to drink wine also uh, very easy to open when you open it you don't have to open three hours before you taste it and that's why you don't have to decant the wine it's easy access that's really important to know that uh, the little chateau of bordeaux want to explain to the customer that it's not a classifier growth uh, complex sophisticated wine but really enjoy enjoy wine easy to uh, open and completely uh, decomplexified wine and what about Hachala Rose? Hachala Rose it's we call that my baby because uh, when I first graduate my enologist uh, level and I come back home to my family estates my brother my old brother was still in the in the estates since uh, two years ago and uh, I just start my practice with with uh, with Fronsac and when I imagine what could be a classifier growth uh, I was in in Chateau in in Fronsac as well but I imagine the best in this terroir and uh, I first start in 1999 with uh, with Chateau Rose and I first start with uh, 20 new oak barrels I've still in uh, 20 barrels from from my brother from Saint Emilion uh, wineries and I was like a like a child uh, like a kid with with uh, with my new toy and uh, I first like that, that and I, I, I was really proud I had a lot of uh, of uh, awards uh, a lot of journalists came came uh, to see me and and also plenty of gold medals even one one year I had three gold medals on three different contests uh, and I put it, I was so proud of me, I, I put it, these three gold medals in the bottle. And uh, it, it, was, uh, it was really funny. It was my beginning in, in the business, in the wine business. And, uh, and I knew that it was possible to make a great, great, great Grand Vin in, in, in Fronsac. That was the case. And I, 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 was, uh, I was right. And that was the that was the wine of the year in the Seattle Times newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so, yeah. I'm so Did you proud. See that? It's my baby. Yeah. It's be, yeah, it was the wine com, of the year. Yeah. à mon frère, vraiment, c'est uh, it's it's my baby. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so Chateau Rosier. So obviously Chateau Rosier is a flagship of, of family wineries. I am the ninth generation of wine grower in Chateau Rosier. So my brother and I, we are in charge of, of this for 20 years. And obviously, it, it's difficult to produce such a great wine with a, such a great history and not to be in the old past, stuck in a, in a traditional uh, uh, know-how. That's always a balance between modernity and what my grand, 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 father made and that's also uh, also a great challenge but as I said uh, when you are the nine generations of wine grower in Chateau Rosier every decision you to take every uh, choice you make you know that it's not for you it's always for your uh, for, for the next generation because you don't want to be the, the last generation in Chateau Rosier and always when, when, when you decide something it's always in this uh, way of life that's important for the customer also because you know I don't want to make a wine who dis, 
who can't respect the customers, who can't respect my, ter my, my terroir, because I know that uh, it's not my property, it doesn't belong to me, and uh, it will be one day another, another generation who, who will be in charge of, of this estate. I know that. And last but not least, Vinicius. <laughs> So Lucaniacus, it's a it's a great story. Lucaniacus is the name of uh, of the villa of Ozonius. It's uh, it was a poet and uh, a consul in the uh, fourth century, uh, just after the uh, fourth century. And the name of Lucaniacus means the villa of Lucania. The villa of Lucania. Uh, Lucania was was uh, the wife of uh, of, Luc of Ozonius. And uh, in, uh, he was so in love of his uh, wife that he, he named uh, his uh, villa, which is, was a huge villa with marble, with uh, Carrar marble, and a lot, a lot of statues and a lot of different things. He was so in love of, of his wife uh, that he, he named this uh, uh, Lucaniacus. Uh, what about the wine? The wine is just uh, like something brand new, because we decided to, uh, to be in the future today and to say, yeah, well, we have the Cabernet Franc and we have the global warming. And now it's now the time to, to go to the Cabernet Franc. That's why we, we decided to blend it uh, with 70% of Cabernet Franc, which is really, really, really new. Uh, in in uh, in the right bank and in uh, in in La Lande de Pomerol and and to make 70% of of Cabernet Franc, that mean you have complexity, you have balance, you have acidity, and even even if if it's uh, warm and dry and very very dry, you always have a wonderful balanced wine. That's that's the point. An amazing an amazing wine. Because even in a warm vintage like this, I mean, the alcohol in this wasn't noticeable at all. It seems like it's it's pretty low for a wine that's this intense and rich. Yeah, yeah, that, that's also, uh, you know, acidity is linked with the alcohol and the tannin. And obviously, uh, when you have enough acidity, you have a lower alcohol, you just balance the wine. Because often when you have modern wine with Merlot or Capsov, it's always a 15 degree alcohol, the in-your-face wine. And, and in fact, unconsciously, in the private customer's taste, even if you, you don't feel the alcohol, unconsciously, you don't want this wine to eat with. You don't want this wine for, to, to share with friends with. That's not my, my vision to the, to the wine. The wine is made to eat with. So wine is made to, um, to, uh, to share and to, uh, to uh, appreciate it for all evening long and for all lunch long. That's important. Hmm, a glass of Bordeaux for lunch? Not in this country. And that's pretty funny about Jean-Philippe stealing barrels from his older brother at Ochat La Rose. I hope his brother's not listening. Anyway, I hope you found that informative and interesting. I learned a few things. If you did, and you would like to hear more of this type of conversation, please leave a comment or send us an email, and we'll do our best. And don't forget to check us out on Instagram or Facebook. Otherwise, have a great day, and see you next time.